0: Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant with Canadian roots. And I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native. What's up, Jordan? Sarah.
1: (laughs) What? You're you're going to California. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get out of this cold yeah hopefully you'll get over your cold there
0: yes you'll, like i mean hopefully before but i don't want it to get worse I that's bet for there. sure yeah the humidity and the yeah. warm it'll just be amazing right yeah
1: <laughs> what do you want to california for
0: we're going to disneyland oh for a few days jealous we have some friends that are going and we're crashing their trip awesome that's the best way to do it and then I'm going to see my brother and his family we're yes. going to stay with them for a couple of days and they're still gonna, talking to you after he's, your interview we're still <laughs> on speaking terms <laughs> after his interview. good good awesome no, it's all good yeah so I'm really looking forward to that yeah how long are, will you be gone um like five days nice yeah that'll be awesome yeah I'm really excited
1: um, Sarah, have you ever been to Washington, D.C.? It's, it's on the other side of the country.
0: What is this place you speak of? Yeah, you have to go the other way the other in an airplane. Have you, I actually have never been to D.C. Really? Well, I've been to, like, both airports, but that does not count.
1: Um, I have actually only been there once, so I say, really? Like, I yeah. can't believe it, I mean, but... you've I, been there, though. I've so. been there one time. When you go to the Capitol in D.C., there is a visitor center, and there or i don't know if it's a visitor center but it's the um it's part of the capital when you go to tour it. Okay. And there's all these bronze statues of different people from different states. Okay. And each state has two statues. Maybe like some two have two famous people. Two famous people <laughs> from that state. Maybe some have one or maybe some have three, but i think they all have two. Utah okay. has two. Okay. And one of them do you want to guess who you think it's they could be? Johnny
0: Osmond. Oh, would that be amazing? I bet he was. In,
1: I bet he was like number three. Ooh. I bet he would just barely miss the cutoff. And Marie probably
0: would have had to be in there with him. Yeah,
1: probably both of them. It probably okay, was a so two for soon one. Soon we'll have
0: four statues. Soon
1: there'll be four. Okay, we'll we'll start a campaign. But yes. for right now, there's only two people. And who okay. do you think they would use to represent Utah?
0: Would Brigham Young be one of
1: those? Nailed it. Uncle I'm guessing Brigham. they're both dudes, so... They are both dudes, and one of them is Uncle Brigham. Brother Brigham? Brother Brigham is there, and he is, um, I don't know, he's made of bronze, and he's there, and I've seen right. him. Cool. cool. Um, who do you think the second person would
0: be? I'm going to guess, because I think I already know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, did I tell you what this I episode think, was? I think you might have told me All already. All right, who's number two. Is it Philo T. Farnsworth? Philo T. Farnsworth. Uh, He is the father of television. And what an interesting name. Philo. Philo.
1: I don't know where that came from, but that was his given name, Philo Taylor Farnsworth. It's not, like, short for anything? Mm, No. Weird. His dad was... Philo as well, I believe. Philo Senior, yeah, he is the he's the number two guy, and he is who we're going to talk about today. And I always bragged that I was related to him. Oh, are you? I (laughs) I am distantly, even more distant than Butch Cassidy. (laughs) I just claim famous people are my relatives, and they're not. You've got to stop. Um, he is he is. He, I am related to him. I found him on my family tree. Oh, cool! But he is—it's pretty like distant, and like probably everyone is related to him in the same like right. way because like twelfth cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but he um was born in Beaver, Utah, on oh. August nineteenth, in nineteen oh six. All right, then. he was born in a log cabin constructed by his grandfather, a Mormon pioneer. So he was Mormon. Um, his parents expected him beco- to become a concert violinist, which oh. I thought was um, interesting for like a yeah. pioneer in the middle of Utah. But that's that's what his goals, their goals were for him. Huh. Um, but his interests drew him to experiment with electricity. Which, if my son was experimenting with electricity, I'd be a little nervous. But luckily, they didn't try to. Well, maybe they did. It's not written down that they tried to
0: discourage that. Maybe it was like so new. That they didn't know. They didn't know the dangers. What's
1: the dangers? And maybe it was like low voltage. low voltage. Yeah. Um, at the age of twelve, he built an electric motor and produced the first electric washing machine his family had ever owned. So his mom had a a manual washing machine, which I'm not entirely sure if it was like it was a like crank one of those, or like what it was.
0: It was just one of those like washboards
1: yeah. and a bucket. It was just a washboard and a bucket, and he <laughs> electrified them and then they yes. could work on them. On on their own. Um, but he also he converted his family's home appliances to electric power when he was in high school. Whoa, that's and awesome. He won a national contest with his original invention of the tamper proof magnetic car lock. I'm not oh sure how that functioned or worked but he won a contest all in high school holy cow so um in 1918 the family moved um to a relative's 240 acre ranch near rigby idaho so he did spend a lot of his youth in idaho okay but we're claiming him man yeah for sure his father supplemented his farming income by hauling freight with his horse-drawn wagon so just like think of this time period and then he's like I'm gonna just meddle with some electricity and like I don't know It's yeah. So you're gonna create. How, when like did he electric have time? Car locks uh, Yeah, I'm while sure you're
0: using that horse. Totally.
1: To... I'm sure he was, you know, like a little busy doing other stuff. But <laughs> anyway, pretty cool. In his chemistry class in Rigby when he was in high school, he sketched out an idea for a vacuum tube that would um, revolutionize television later. So he had this idea oh. for like a. a, a A TV, whatever he called it, Um, and he had this idea for this vacuum tube that later he would actually use. Wow! In 1923, the family moved to Provo, so they did come back, and Farnsworth attended Brigham Young High School. Oh, cool! In the um, that fall, which is I don't think is around anymore, right? Is it the like the academy or the is library is though? Is probably I'm not sure I, I didn't yeah. say it was an academy but okay and and then his so he was going there but his father died of pneumonia um only at the age of 58 and so he, Farnsworth had to kind of take responsibility for the family so he didn't or while he was finishing high school so it's all happening while he was in high school um after graduating from Graduating from Brigham Young High School in 1924, he applied to the United States Naval Academy in Maryland, where he earned the nation's second highest score on academy recruiting tests. So he tested in. He got accepted. However, he was already thinking ahead to his television projects. He learned that the government would own his patents if he stayed in the military. So he obtained an honorable discharge (laughs) within months of joining. Oh, my God! He was like, no way. I'm not giving you my... My inventions. Good job. Um, So he returned to Provo. He enrolled at Brigham Young University, but he was technically like not allowed by the faculty to attend their advanced science classes. There was like some really strict policies because you had to take like the lower classes. He probably had to start at the bottom. That sounds
0: like classic BYU. Yeah,
1: and he's like, "Mm, excuse me, I'm going to invent television. Um, (laughs) He would go. He would sneak into the labs anyway and use them. He earned a junior radiotrician. Certification from the National Radio Institute With a full certification in 1925 So um, while attending college He met a Provo High School student Someone still in in high school (laughs) Elma Pem They called her Pem, P-E-M Okay Elma Gardner, whom he eventually married Elma, like E-L-M-A E-L-M-A, Elma Not Elma Not Alma, E Elma Elma All right, I haven't heard that name either. But Pem, I thought Pem was cute. But I haven't heard Philo
0: either, so...
1: Yeah, Elma and Philo. In 1926, he was able to raise the funds to continue his scientific work and move to San Francisco with his new wife. And the following year, he unveiled his all-electric television prototype. The first of its kind made possible by a video camera tube or image dissector. And... I'm Yeah, again, yeah, these words. No, you're fine. Um, Pem recalled in 1985 that her husband broke the stunned silence of the lab assistants by saying, there you are, electronic television. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the same device that Farnsworth had sketched in his chemistry class as a teenager. Oh, wow. So that was like... That's so cool. Uh, he, just, he just knew, I mean... He just, had a vision. Yeah, from so young. Um, So the source of the image was a glass slide backlit by an arc lamp. An extremely bright source was required because of the low light sensitivity of the design. In 1928, Farnsworth had developed the system sufficiently enough to hold a demonstration for the press. His backers had demanded to know when they would see dollars from the invention. So the first image shown was appropriately a dollar sign. <laughs> he just kind of always has this re- very good sense of humor. Um so then, at night, so the next year, the design was further improved by elimination of a motor generator. So the television system now had no mechanical parts. Um, oh. That year, Farnsworth transmitted the first live human images using his television system, um, including a three and a half inch image of his wife, which Aww. I thought was cute. He chose to have her be the first human image on the television. And then he accepted a position at. It was actually called, I think it's Philco. It's spelled like Philo, the oh, C-O. Yeah, yeah. Philco in Philadelphia, um, moving across the country with his wife and then two young boys. So throughout the 1920s and early 1930s, Farnsworth fought legal charges that his inventions were in violation of a patent filled prior to his by the inventor Vladimir... Zworkin. <laughs> I'm gonna say okay. it's Zorkin. I have no idea. Interesting. Um he worked for RCA and he o- they owned the rights to his patents and they thought that uh. um Barnes Phylos were um he was using, you know, their technology. So they ended up taking him to court, and there was lots of trials and appeals. Oh, wow. And um, he sadly kind of dealt with this almost his whole life. In 1933, the embattled Farnsworth left Philco to pursue his own avenues of research. So Farnsworth... Farnsworth's contributions to science after leaving Philco were significant and far-reaching. Some were unrelated to television, including a process he developed to sterilize milk using radio waves. Um, so he wasn't discouraged That's by crazy. by um, rCA's you know them lawsuits, trying, yeah, lawsuits. And, yeah. he he also continued to push his ideas regarding television transmission and in nineteen thirty eight he founded founded the Farnsworth Television and Radio Corporation in Fort Wayne Indiana and RCA was ultimately able to market and sell the first electronic televisions for a home audience after paying Farnsworth a fee of one million dollars. Oh my goodness! So they finally, I guess, gave up. Wow! And um, then just paid him for his good for his invention, and then good for him, yeah. In 1936 he attracted the attention of Collier's Weekly um, which described his work in glowing terms and they said one of those amazing facts of modern life that just don't seem possible namely electrically scanned television that seems destined to reach your home next year was largely given to the world by a 19 year old boy from Utah today barely 30 years old he is setting the specialized world of science on its ears so just cool that he was getting a little bit of recognition in 1967 he moved back to Utah he ran the fusion lab at Brigham Young University and the lab moved to Salt Lake the following year um, operating as Philo T. Farnsworth Association the company didn't last long though Um, funding was really tight and by 1970 Farnsworth was in serious debt and um, was forced to halt his research and he also battled depression, so once that kind of happened, he turned to alcohol in his final years, which they believe is what gave him pneumonia, or at least what maybe made him so. The pneumonia, um, eventually he died from it. So his wow. maybe his body was just very weak. I'm not sure yeah. exactly. So he died of pneumonia on March 11th, 1971 in Salt Lake. His wife Pem spent many years trying to like resurrect her husband's legacy, which had been kind of er, er, erased, thanks to RCA and, like, all those really long legal battles. Yeah. So, since then, Philo has been inducted into the San Francisco Hall of Fame and the Television Academy Hall of Fame. A statue of Farnsworth stands at the Letterman Digital Arts Center in San Francisco, Um, and... A really cute thing, He Farnsworth always gave his wife equal credit for creating television, saying, oh, my wife wow. and I started this TV. Like, that's how he yeah. would always state it as. That's cool. And she actually just died in 2006 at the age of 98. Oh, she almost wow. was, lived, lived to 100. At the time he died, Farnsworth held 300 U.S. and foreign patents, and his inventions contributed to the development of radar. Of infrared light, so like night vision devices, the electron microscope, the baby incubator, the gastroscope, and the astronomical telescope.
0: Holy cow. Like, this is like... wide range of
1: things that we you know use so much now and have saved lives and have just it's crazy and then in 1999 time magazine included farnsworth in the time 100 the most important people of the century which rightfully so well yes another cute little quote that um his wife said she was um, being interviewed by the academy of television arts and sciences she recounts philo's change of heart about the value of television after seeing how it showed a man walking on the moon in real time to millions of viewers Um, the interview asks her the image dissector was used to send shots back from the moon to earth and elma elma says right and the interviewer says what did philo think of that and she says we were watching it and when neil armstrong landed on the moon philo turned to me and said pem this has made it all worthwhile before then he wasn't too sure oh my gosh. <laughs> which i thought was really really sweet and yeah. can you imagine being like wow. millions of people are watching i mean maybe or the using. most yeah. the most iconic thing to ever happen on on television and whether it was true or not we don't know (laughs) Jordan (laughs) I'm just I'm still skeptical but even still oh boy even still very cool that he got to be a part of that yeah I mean I think his life seemed to be really happy towards the end it was kind of a bummer because he was still kind of in legal battles and was tight on money or whatever yeah but um just his contribution to so many different areas in science and, um, the medical field and that's huge. Yeah. So I thought, I just thought that was really cool. And, um, yeah, that's, wow, that's about it. Oh, he has four sons. I thought he only had two looks like he has four. All right. Um, but is
0: he buried in Salt Lake? He is actually
1: in the Provo City Cemetery. Oh, Provo. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they... We should go we and should see go if they have, like, out, a sure. shrine or something to him. Yeah. If not,
0: we should just we make should one. We should build a shrine. I'm sure there's... I'm sure it's... I mean, I owe him a lot of thanks, because I love television. I
1: Seriously, <laughs> what would we do without television? I mean, and that, like, even television and then computers and then yeah. phones i mean they
0: all oh yeah they all know, connected started from, from that. similar roots yeah mm-hmm. so amazing i can't even fathom how a television works
1: <laughs> so, I, I honestly going through this and like trying to um l- like learn like not even how it works now but then how yeah. he got it to work then like, how, yeah. it's I, I didn't. Even, I was stages. trying to, like, should I just, should I really figure out how his, like, first television was made? And it's like, I'm no, not going to be able to describe my this. I don't know how cell
0: phone works. <laughs> and I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Just I'm just don't glad tell me. that there are
1: really smart people who figure it out. Yes. Um, I actually, today, I was listening to a podcast, which is how I start all my sentences. But <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and they were um, talking about how, like, Facebook apps and, Mostly Facebook apps listen to you because you like oh, give yeah. them permission to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I deleted all like <laughs> Facebook and Facebook Messenger and Instagram off my phone for now. Oh yeah, because it kind of freaked me out. Even though like I know every like my phone could just listen to me right the second. It's not like
0: can it? Like I have no
1: idea. Yeah, I think it can because you have it saying like yeah. You have if you have Hey Siri turned on, then it can like listen to all. Anyway, oh, like, can record? Yeah, yeah, it can like, like technically uh, listen uh, Alexa. to Yes, yeah. exactly. So I guess, though, that, like, you know, Facebook is just a little bit less trustworthy than maybe, like, Google and Apple. I mean, I don't know how much less, but whatever. Right. Anyway, and so I just did that today. So now I need to download. I was like, has anyone commented on our last page? And I'm like, can't look it up because I don't have my phone. But anyway, um, yeah. But not to take a weird turn.
0: Television is yeah, still awesome. No. <laughs> what would we Technology, do? Technology, though. It yeah. just is not my thing yeah and so serious you're not about to, to in, people to invent a baby incubator no that's already been done <laughs> oh right 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 by mr farnsworth <laughs> farnsworth pretty <laughs> luckily cool. but yeah very interesting thank Thanks, you jordan yeah well think...
1: i tried to talk slower
0: All <laughs> yeah the, you did sally
1: good. jill did i talk slower <laughs> Those are my aunts. They'll tell me.
0: They will tell you. (laughs) Well, thanks everyone for listening. You can always find us on Instagram at Utah Famous. You're also welcome to direct message us on Instagram if you want to. We have a Facebook page. You're welcome to join, chime in. We would love to hear from you. We are on Twitter at Utah Famous Pod. And you're always welcome to email us at Utah Famous at gmail.com and we will do our best to get back to you. Yeah, that's it. That's true. We Thanks will. Thanks, <laughs> True, true. True, true. We'll do it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, I'm going back to you.